There's a selective moral outrage taking place here, uh, not just with FIFA, but with professional sports uh, in general, who, again, are all going to the political left. The MLB uh, as well, Major League Baseball, they have Pride Nights, LGBT Nights. I'm a baseball fan. I play baseball as well, so it breaks my heart that I have to watch that stuff. Um, but it, it's all over. It, it's, it's ubiquitous in the uh, elite circles who are trying to drive this narrative now that Qatar is a public enemy number one. In fact, the, the left is hypocritical very much so on this issue. The World Cup is going on in soccer, and there's all sorts of controversy. It's a funny kind of controversy, though, because normally the woke mob is all about respecting other people and other countries' traditions, but not so right now. Apparently, in Qatar, they're very much against the stance that this one country is proposing. It's, in fact, the same stance that even President Obama was promoting less than a decade ago in America. Nevertheless, Qatar is being castigated for not promoting allowing same-sex marriage. With us to discuss this, we have LifeSite's own journalist, Stephen Cox, who has spoken many times on this subject and all things political in the United States of America. This is the John Hitter Weston Show. Stay tuned. Before we begin, let me remind you that LifeSite has an awesome shop full of really great merch you can get. I want to show you this one thing. This is a LifeSite cup. And on this side, where you drink from, a beautiful image of our Lord, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, with my Lord, my God, down the side. Go to LifeSiteNews.com, click the right top side of the page, side of the page where you will find the shop button, and uh, go check out all our great merch there. Stephen Cox, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, John Henry. Nice to be here. Let's begin as we always do with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, Stephen, you've been covering this uh, issue around the World Cup. Tell us how it all started. Yeah, so so this is the first, you could say, woke World Cup that we've experienced. We haven't seen before the uh, dictatorial Western LGBT media really come down on a World Cup as hardly as it has this year. And it really began a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of the, the World Cup when the uh, Qatar ambassador for the World Cup appeared on German television. And he told an anchor there saying, quote, homosexuality is damage in the mind. It causes damage in the mind. And you can imagine to a Western audience, especially a liberal country, country like Germany, uh, just the sort of uh, reaction that engendered. Uh, the German interior minister denounced those remarks. Uh, as you know, uh, Qatar has bans on same-sex so-called marriage, as well as transgenderism. Uh, and so for this remark, uh, they really sparked the big controversy that we've seen during the last few weeks of the competition, which we've seen players, coaches, Western media outlets, uh, everyone uh, come down on them, and for what? Defending the idea that men and women are the only ones that can get married, that that sodomy is a sin that cries heaven for vengeance. So you see here uh, just the, the wrath of Western uh, media coming down on Qatar. Let's take a look at some of that now. Just, just following on from that question, I mean, 
it's it's quite a it's a brave stance the US have taken with the with the rainbow flag and it's FIFA have told countries not to speak about issues but you clearly feel as a, as a squad pretty strongly about it and and you're prepared to do that throughout the tournament yeah absolutely I think you know it's a it's a sign of our, our values and what we represent um, as as a men's national team in U.S. soccer, and uh, we're we're a group a group that believes in inclusivity, um, and we'll continue to continue to project that message going forward. Every single day, there are new developments in the culture war. You need to stay on top of the news from the front lines around the world. At LifeSite, it's actually our mission to serve you the truth on life, faith, family, and freedom so that you can be an effective soldier for Christ. Subscribe now and never miss an important development in the culture war that you need to know about, all from a faithful Catholic perspective. And check out the links below to get involved with our reporting and our pro-life partners. Thank you and God bless you. So what was the reaction that you saw from the teams um, as this uh, sort of display was going on? Yeah, unsurprisingly, a number of countries and their national teams uh, reacted to this in a very predictable fashion. The U.S. team initially was one of the very first, in fact. Uh, what they did is they changed the emblem, the U.S. emblem that they wear on their, their uniforms uh, in the practice facilities and media facilities that they, they practice in uh, while in Qatar. They changed it to not red, white, and blue, but uh, to a rainbow color crest. Now, they didn't wear those during the competition, but uh, that's an obvious uh, uh, kicking, kicking sand in the eyes of the host country. Uh, the United Kingdom, uh, England, uh, in fact, they uh, flew to Qatar on a rainbow pride jet, which is provided to them by Virgin Airlines. Of course, that's millionaire, uh, but maybe billionaire, liberal billionaire Richard Branson, who provided that. Um, Germany flew to Qatar on a diversity wins aircraft. Uh, and that's just the beginning. That's before the competition starts. So during the competition these last few weeks, England actually uh, took a knee before three of their matches to protest uh, the so-called LGBT oppression in uh, Qatar. Uh, Wales did this as well. Um, and a number of teams, including England, France, Germany, uh, as well as four other European teams were planning on wearing a rainbow themed uh, patch on their shoulder during competition. Now, to FIFA's credit, they did say if you do that, uh, you're going to face potential penalties. Uh, there were threats of yellow cards that were given out, and those teams uh, did not do that. But we saw very early on just how much, especially Western European uh, teams, wanted to push the LGBT agenda at this, again, what I call woke World Cup. Okay, so this is really amazing. What about the teams themselves? There's players on those teams that are Christian, um, and what do, how do they fit into the picture? Yeah, well, unfortunately, not many of them said said uh, opposition to this. You can imagine the sort of pressure put put on players uh, going to this event and having their coaches come out. The U.S. coach, in fact, uh, said this is an important issue. Uh, the U.S. Uh, again, as I mentioned, they changed their practice facilities to have a, a rainbow-themed uh, crest, and so so you didn't see a lot of players. Uh, oppose this. Again, what you saw was a lot of players, especially from England, uh, Germany, and elsewhere, uh, make stands of solidarity um, to to support um, 
the LGBT agenda. Uh, and again, this kind of goes back to, uh, General Henry, what the women's team has done in, in the last several years. The U.S. women's team was one of the leading advocates of the LGBT agenda. Uh, of course, the name Megan Rapino might be familiar to, to those who are watching today. Uh, she was this uh, lesbian activist, uh, again, on the team. She won ESPN's Sports Person of the Year in 2019. She was very outspoken uh, in her hatred of Donald Trump and her support of the LGBT agenda. And a number of, uh, of women players, in fact, on that team uh, several years ago uh, are active uh, lesbians. And so um, it's sort of rampant in uh, Western soccer that you see them bowing to the LGBT uh, agenda. And in my article I wrote for, for LifeSite, I said, you know, at least in the past, uh, centuries ago, uh, those Middle Ages where we had the Crusades, right? The Crusades were fought to defend Christen Christendom, to defend the rights of God and his church against uh, the infidels. Uh, this year, what we saw is the entire Western media apparatus not fighting Crusades, and, and they're advancing this, this global dictatorial uh, agenda that they're not going to relent on, and uh, it's just permeated all aspects of of professional soccer uh, at the, the Global uh, World Cup competition this year. It's a very interesting comparison because I've said for a long time, this woke agenda is a religion. It's it's not, you know, some kind of thing based in science or biology. In fact, it's anti-science, anti-biology. It is an ideology. It is itself a type of a religion that they are forcing with, uh, with the kind of iron fist that, you know, anybody talking about forcing any religion with that kind of iron fist in the West, that would be so shocking. But here they are doing it anyway. It's an inquisition for, for liberalism. It's an inquisition for, for sexual uh, deviancy. They're, they're, they're trying to root out anyone who's opposed to the uh, idea that, that you can actually change uh, your gender. And they don't want that. They despise that. And that tells you everything about where this uh, secularist ideology, this religion, as you call it, really comes from. It's not from God, because God is uh, truth, uh, reason, uh, logic, and beauty. And and what we see in the LGBT agenda is an, is an anti-religion. It, it's it's the, the rights of Satan, and it's the rights of really having the freedom to, to send yourself to hell is really what the, these activists are wanting. And they're trying to legalize all four sins that credit heaven for vengeance. So, so what they're trying to do is give uh, as many people people on the planet, the opportunities to, to, to sin and to commit very egregious sins in the face of God and his truth. And so uh, what we're up against is nothing more, nothing less, in fact, than a diabolical enemy. Now, at LifeSite, we have a very particular take on homosexuality, same-sex marriage, and everything else, because we haven't just fought same-sex marriage. There was a lot of groups that just fought same-sex marriage. They said, oh, you can have uh, civil unions, you can do adoptions, it doesn't matter, as long as we protect the term marriage. What was the point there, if you can explain to everybody, what was the point there of not just singling out marriage like many groups have done, but fighting for the whole thing of the protection of basically God's standard in sexuality? Well, we understand that that it's all interconnected. It's not just a singular uh, issue where you can separate out from all the other life issues. In fact, when 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 two individuals engage in sodomy, that's an inherently anti-life uh, act. It, it it denies the procreative nature of the marital union, uh, as we have now been warning for 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 many years now. John Henry at LifeSite that this is a very slippery slope, uh, and uh, the so-called fight for. Uh, gay marriage. We always warned that it would come to a much more dictatorial end. Uh, and here we are. We have uh, sovereign nations who are defending uh, these principles 
who can't even get away from it uh, for simply hosting a soccer tournament. Okay, this is uh, something the devil, he, you give him an inch, he'll, he'll take a mile. And the same thing goes for uh, those who are pushing uh, this agenda. And so we have to understand that these are not just separate issues you can handle in silos. Uh, human beings are uh, not meant for isolation. Uh, we live in uh, families, in society, uh, in, in our churches, in our religious beliefs, and, and they are all interconnected. As we can see, when you pull on one of those threads, um, when you pull on the abortion thread, that logically leads to um, uh, divorce that logically leads to uh, what we're seeing today is no no um, no fault uh, divorce uh, as well as same sex so called unions so uh, we have to be very vigilant about all of these issues we can't just focus on one and think okay that's all we that's all it is it's really uh, again the culture of life and that pertains to uh, gender roles uh, traditional family unit uh, it pertains to um, human sexuality and really what we are we're, we're children of god uh, made in his image and we have to uh, recognize those those duties that we have those obligations we have to him are all encompassing and it's not just something that you can separate out um, as some have wanted to absolutely and the, one of the most amazing parts is obviously god created us he knows us best and we actually, as the scriptures say, receive in our bodies the recompense for our behavior. So we've always known that homosexual acts are linked to all sorts of diseases, not only in the male world that everybody knows about, but also in the, the female world. But it, it doesn't only stick to homosexuality. Of course, every type of aberrant sexuality outside of God's plan for, for sexuality falls into this same thing where we beget in our own bodies the disease, literal disease associated with it. We've talked about STDs a whole bunch of times and, and all of the horrors that go along with these sexual practices that are so far from not only God's law, but our own biology. And you, we're physically made for sexual acts to happen in this one way that God ordained. And that's how our bodies are created. So we see the recompense. So it's, you know, out of a concern for people as well, for their bodies, for their souls as well, ultimately. Just a quick note before we return. If you would like to stay up to date on LifeSite's coverage of the latest life, family, and culture news, subscribe to one of our many newsletters by going to lifesitenews.com slash subscribe. And if you'd like to help us bring our truth-telling coverage to millions around the world, please consider making a one-time or monthly donation at give.lifesitenews.com. And now, back to the video. Speak a little bit, if you will, about the crush that came before this. I think that, you know, before they went out to campaign in the whole wide world, there was all sorts of campaigning to crush religious freedom inside America before it went out. Well, what we're seeing actually right now is the Supreme Court is debating uh, another religious liberty issue uh, at, the, at the Supreme Court uh, with a uh, photographer who's, again, saying, I am Christian and I am wanting to um, celebrate the, the, the true beauty of, of true marriage. And that's between one man and one woman. And uh, it's incumbent upon the Supreme Court because they have souls, too, um, to judge correctly in this case and to not allow this uh, autocratic LGBT agenda to be pushed through. Uh, uh, because as we see, as we're seeing now, when uh, the left takes an inch, again, it goes a mile. And in order to export 
uh, transgenderism, LGBT ideology to the rest of the world to fight crusades for it. The left had to go after those in the United States and in the Western Hemisphere uh, under the guise of diversity and multiculturalism uh, first. And so what we're, we're seeing uh, in the West and what we're seeing at the World Cup is really uh, a display of, of what's been, been going on these last 15 years. And as you mentioned at the beginning of your uh, introduction today, I mean, what we are all saying and defending here, what Qatar is even uh, defending, is something that the Democrats and the far left believed up until about 20 years ago. Uh, in the eight, 1980s, 1990s, no one imagined um, that it, one of the major political parties in the United States uh, would 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 support um, this. Even Hillary Clinton, I think it was in the late 1990s before she ran uh, for Senate in New York, uh, I think in 2000, she said um, marriage is between one man and one woman. So we see the hypocritical nature of the left and who they're who they're bowing to, um, because this is this is a global effort. It's a very sinister effort, and we're seeing that come to fruition. Uh, and as you mentioned rightly, it begins uh, here in the West, and now it's beginning to spread outward. And I think the new portion of this, because there's been international pressure before, the new portion of this is that it's public. Before the international pressure came toward poor countries uh, in the most despicable way by threatening the loss of food aid and other aid to the countries if they didn't legalize homosexuality, same-sex marriage, and so on. So the the countries that are well-to-do, like this, the all the countries of the Middle East, which are rich with oil, they didn't have that sort of uh, ability to be cajoled by, you know, funding and so on. So they're getting to them in a different way. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it's really cancel culture for countries. And, and we've had that before, uh, as you mentioned, with foreign aid, with uh, strings attached to, to, to aid packages. Bill Gates, as you know, uh, is one of the worst uh, uh, offenders of this. Uh, and there's books about this, especially in Africa and those poor nations who are being really held uh, at ransom to say, you have to accept our Western uh, hedonistic lifestyle or you get no, no, no funding. This is something that is continually pushed on uh, at the United Nations, at the European Union, uh, on, on sovereign nations who are um, have their own rights to determine their own um, future. Uh, but the the globalists, Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, uh, and now as we're seeing the sports the sports world um, with FIFA and others. Uh, including uh, the NBA, who is doing all of this uh, in China now. They're kowtowing to China. And, and if anyone speaks out against uh, uh, suppression of religion, uh, forced labor there, uh, as our friend Jason Jones has done uh, multiple times about the Uyghurs and, and their oppression, uh, the NBA is going to come down on you. Um, and the same thing again here going for FIFA as well as other sports leagues too. So it's not just uh, countries. It's not just nations. Uh, it's uh, the sports arena as well. So, Stephen, you just said that um, the NBA is kowtowing to China. So you mean to say that they are not only not criticizing China, they're not doing this kind of thing that they're doing with Qatar to China for all of its oppression for the Uyghurs and all of its absolutely dictatorial communist insanity. No, that, that's, uh, that's all free and clear, but you can't even criticize it? 
Exactly. I mean, you don't hear LeBron James out there speaking about so-called human rights abuses in China because he knows that it would cost the NBA and the league billions of dollars. You do see that, however, with Enos uh, Cantor Freedom. He's the former Boston Celtics player uh, who spoke out against Xi Jinping and the Communist Party. And you don't see him in the league anymore, do you? Uh, hmm. He was re he received an award by Christians not long ago for speaking out. Uh, and that's that's what happens at the, the pinnacle of these sports leagues. And the NBA has been doing this uh, for decades. They've been trying to expand markets in the name of profit and billions of dollars to China and the Far East uh, for many decades. And there's a cozy, very cozy partnership with uh, China at the moment. Stephen Mosier has spoken about this uh, for, for many times, how the Chinese uh, suppress religion. Uh, we know at the moment that they're persecuting the Catholic Church there. They've reneged essentially on um, their deal with the Vatican. And uh, so, so the NBA has been doing this for, for a very long time. You don't see them call out at all the human rights abuses going on there. Uh, if you recall, actually, a couple of years ago, Ricky Gervais's speech at the Golden Globes, uh, he called out all of the uh, elite uh, celebrities and corporations for their hypocrisy on dealing with China. In fact, he singled out Apple uh, for making a television show about dignity and doing the right thing, all the while making profits off slave labor in China. And so it's, it's the sort of elephant in the room that the woke liberal press and Hollywood and sports um, uh, stars won't go there. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of hypocrisy to go around. This is, again, really what FIFA and, and the Western media outlets and the teams are doing is just global political um, virtue signaling. And, uh, you know, one other thing that comes to mind is the golf world. Uh, I'm not sure if you golf, John Henry. I've golfed mm -hmm. uh, throughout my whole adult life. Not very great, but uh, good enough to get around the course. And uh, there's a new uh, Saudi Arabian-backed uh, league called Live Golf. It's headed by a number of uh, a number of prominent players have jumped into this league, and the professional golf and their influencers on television and analysts have come down very hard on this league. Now, it's not perfect. Saudi Arabia is not a, a, a perfect country by any means. They're Wahhabist and they um, decapitate people and they, they don't fight for Christ the King. But uh, it's interesting to me when I when I watch this league begin uh, that the PGA Tour and, 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 and their uh, allies in the media strongly, strongly condemned them and said, this is Saudi Arabian blood money. And I thought to myself, well, okay, well, what about what you're doing in China and other countries across the world that are just as guilty of, of heinous crimes? So there's a selective moral outrage taking place here, uh, not just with FIFA, but with professional sports uh, in general, who, again, are all going to the political left. The MLB uh, as well, Major League Baseball, they have Pride Nights, LGBT Nights. I'm a baseball fan. I play baseball as well, so it breaks my heart that I have to watch that stuff. Um, but it, it's all over. It, it, it's ubiquitous in the uh, elite circles who are trying to drive this narrative now that Qatar is a public enemy number one. In fact, the, the left is hypocritical very much so on this issue. Thank you very much, Stephen. If you want to keep up with Stephen Cox and all of his great reporting at LifeSite News, please go visit our site. You can click on all of the author names, by the way, and uh, you can follow them also on Twitter. Final thoughts, Stephen, as we as we depart. Well, one thing that, that should be noted is that Qatar was just made a major non-NATO ally of the United States by Joe Biden earlier this year. And in fact, the U.S. has had uh, billions of dollars in trade with of oil with Saudi Arabia as well. So these, these Middle Eastern countries that are now being dunked on by the Western pro-LGBT media, uh, the U.S. and liberal politicians especially have had very close relationships with them. So for so for at least their own sake, and, and, and uh, they should definitely call out uh, these countries on all those issues if, if they really want to be consistent in their message. But um, this is a very important issue. The sports world is something that, that billions of people across the world, especially the World Cup, watch every uh, several years. 
And uh, it's important to, to stay very much focused on it so we can continue to speak the truth about what's going on in our culture. That'll do it, Stephen. Thank you so very much. Okay, thanks for having me. God bless you, and God bless all of you. We'll see you next time. Every single day, there are new developments in the culture war. You need to stay on top of the news from the front lines around the world. At LifeSite, it's actually our mission to serve you the truth on life, faith, family, and freedom so that you can be an effective soldier for Christ. Subscribe now and never miss an important development in the culture war that you need to know about, all from a faithful Catholic perspective. And check out the links below to get involved with our reporting and our pro-life partners. Thank you and God bless you.